when I'm on, they gon' have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? Did you buy We're back. Back to even. It's Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. Thank you for coming along in the ride with us. Hope y'all are living life right, having a hell of a week, and looking forward to rolling into this weekend and getting your ass back to even. We are not one, but two days away from someone's first football game and three days away from the return of college football. That doesn't make your old Willie stand up or make you have to change your panties if you're a lady. I don't know what will, because uh, firing up football is what gets me up every day. All right, so because football's starting, we have a little college football primer, a fun-ass show in store for you. Let's get the ship a-sailing. Without further ado, you know who I am. My name is Jeff. Joined, as always, by the incomparable. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. 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 Hey, Ben. Oh, Ben. 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 Good morning, Ben Jarnell. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, good morning. It's, uh, it's a bright and early Saturday for the B2E boys. Yes, Adjustments. Hey, making it happen however we can, right? Um, mm-hmm. Rubbing the sleep out of our eyes, trying yeah. to get this shit done and pushed out. It's awesome, man. Yeah, this should be the last time we have to adjust for a really long time, though, so that's good. That's good. That's the good news. Love that. Love that. Also, good news, you've got to push out now two morning podcasts back-to-back, essentially. Strange. It's a strange, yeah. right? Like there's very little liquid courage involved in these morning ones. <laughs> yeah, I mean you, you have the experience now. <laughs> now you know how to run one of these. This is my first one. I don't think I've never done one before noon. Uh, maybe that's not true. I, I think actually when Mez was here, we had some beer moses on the pod. It was weekend of the the WMO yeah. and Super Bowl. Right. And we went and walked around and yelled at some Eagles fans. Mm-hmm. But uh, love that. This is definitely the first one for me that we're starting in the 6 o'clock hour yeah. of the a.m. 6 a.m. So, for you. So yeah. shout out you, uh, making it happen, and getting on, man. Like, good for us. Like, we're doing it. Good for um, us. Drinking a little coffee? <laughs> What's your coffee mug? We've done the koozie thing. What's your mug say if you have anything on your mug? Yeah, I do. It's one that my dad got made for me when I got the head coach Shabby Grenades. It's Coach Sam Fitz Laser Edged Yeti and then Jaguars football on the site. So nice. shout out to Jags. Then I also have an array of beverages because it's morning. So I got a white cherry Gatorade Zero and a water. So I'm ready to rock. Yes. Are you I like I feel like I drown myself in the morning with liquids. Right? Mm-hmm. I wake up in the morning, I'll do like uh I do like a liquid IV, twenty four ounce water bottle of that and then i do like 10 cups of coffee then i'm drunk and what i mean it is non-stop and then i'm peeing the rest of the day yeah are you no, that guy? I, uh, I mean especially here in the heat it's not amazingly we're in like a cold spell in phoenix crazy um what? we got a hurricane coming so strange you know yeah it's coming it up is. the coast heading to la right yeah, so it's pushing in some cooler weather. It's 86 degrees here right now. It hasn't been 86 in months. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah, my, my mornings usually consist of a lot of liquid. Get the body rolling. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. try to have 40 ounces of water before I leave the house, and I have a Gatorade, then coffee, and then just more water. So try Love not that. to die out here. Hey, hydration is key, right? That's what all these kids talk about these days. Hydration is key. 
Hydration um, is key. Yeah, it was a little cool here this week. I had a sweatshirt on earlier when I was outside. Uh, that sounds fucking beautiful, actually. Yeah. I'm supposed to warm up this week, but yeah, super exciting. JK. We're not as into the weather at 6 and 7 and 8 a.m. as we maybe are at night, right? It seems yeah. way less consequential. <laughs> 100%. I could I could honestly give a shit. I know it's supposed to get hot here today, but I, that that That's seems like a 6-hour in the future problem and I might not get there at this point. Right. Right. We don't, you know, we're worried about where we're going instead <laughs> of where we've been in the morning. For sure. Uh Yeah, man, you're 2 days away. How excited are you? First football game? Pretty juiced up. Uh, scrimmage was good. We had to make some some decisions on the depth chart and, you know, make some people upset. But that's part of the gig, especially at a big school. It's not not everybody's happy all the time. So, um, yeah, man, we're, we're ready to rock. It's going to be fun. We got a little parade. No, I mean, not really, but we got two coach buses lined up on for our scrimmage or for the game, but then for our scrimmage, like we've set up everything. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking night and day difference. We put our 70 inch TV up on the sideline. Like literally like, it's like, well guys, the plays are scripted. So we're making no adjustments, but I'm trying to learn how to run the iPad to run the TV. So we can watch sure. film during the fucking game. Um, so wild. Yeah, it is. So, um, uh, yeah, dude, it was fun. It was a blast. I'm ready. I'm juiced up. So hopefully we report back and the the Wildcats are one and zero. But got a heck of a bus ride down to Tuxen for us, and just hope that weather stays good. Mm-hmm. For some reason, in the Valley of the Sun, storms start to roll through on the weekends. It's a weird thing. That's it's a wild thing. For sure. Well, as so, Justin says, rains every day. So. Yeah, except for it hasn't, so, like, at all this year, so. Um, yeah, I was a little, like, I was like, wait a minute, you, you're you still working on depth, depth chart, thinking you were actually two days away, but I'm assuming you're announcing that, like, to, on Monday? Uh, we did yesterday, so it was the time of this oh, recording okay. yesterday, and then we had a practice last night, and some, some people were not happy, so. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So. feel like and maybe this is for a different pod right i don't know but like what do you I, how do you do you think those kids like knew what was coming did you think that they knew they were in a tight battle or were some of them like blindsided and not like expecting to be there or was it fairly cut and dry in your head um, no, I mean, I think some of, um, some of them probably had a feeling, but you know, you getting into your senior year and you just kind of expect to be, or like now it's my turn, but mm. surprise. And there's a junior, you know, yeah. um, especially at, you know, a big school, like, yeah, it's just, you got to play the guys. And there's also like, you know, some thought, not necessarily for us, but I know other people, it's like, well, if we don't play them now, they're going to leave, and then we'll never have them. Oh, sure. So, not necessarily. I mean, we're done really good at keeping guys. Uh, we haven't lost. We, there's not a lot of loss to other schools, but 
that's a thing here. Um, especially like Mountain Point is a team, a 6A team there in Phoenix. They had 27 kids transfer in. And you have to apply for hardships. And surprise, they accidentally didn't turn in any of the hardships. So they had a bunch of kids transfer to Mountain Point for their senior year, and they didn't turn in the hardship application. So now all those kids are ineligible for their senior year. How many ever were seniors? Yikes. So it's just crazy. But, yeah, dude, I think some of them could see it. Some of them were very well receptive to it. Like, whoa, um, we had a D lineman come in and talk to us. He's going to be a senior. He's like, so I'm a two and it's like, well, body language sucks and you don't take coaching for shit. So you can change those things. You can play like, you know, and then, so we'll see. Uh, we had other people who thought the job should have just been theirs and then didn't show up to practice yesterday. So it's like, okay, we'll move on. Like it's, there's no, it's, it's cool to be at a place where it's like, hey, varsity is for winning. We had a meeting with our AD and our superintendent and our principal, and they were like, so we're clear. Freshman and JV is for building these kids up and, you know, fundamentals and whatever, right? And varsity is to win. Your guys pay you guys to win. It's yeah. Like, okay. Yes, sir. So we have to put the best kids on the field. It's not always easy. So Love that. Um, yeah, it's cool, man. It's fun. I'm excited. Um, you guys can hope you guys can watch oh, yeah. while you're uh, while you're playing vids. It'll be nine o'clock your time. Hundred percent. So it's gonna be so much fun. Like yeah, we might. We you know look, we're probably gonna get a little bit more back into golf. Right. That's a it's a little slower yeah. video game to to fuck around with and talk shit to each other while keeping an eye on something else versus you know dive right. into the cod world but yeah I, I think we're all like super excited for it just to to see you like i, I we were talking to ty last night ty's super jacked right to like go to your first game he and ton are yeah. like i don't know carpooling together riding down together whatever but like yeah it's just it's awesome man like we're all hyped yeah. like, living vicariously through you on this journey so yeah dude fuck yeah like good luck go for it appreciate it brother can't wait to to watch it and just I think we're all excited to see what this looks like as well, right? Like, yeah, because we all grew up in relatively smaller towns, and the game has changed since we've been out. And I know Dalt was part of a big program, but big program in Nebraska is a little different than big program in Arizona. I think just from a budget right. standpoint, even though they had a ton of stuff, um, right? Yeah, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, our booster numbers came in. We raised $115,000 last year before the season started. And we're well on our way to that now. Nice. Like, it's fucking insane. I couldn't imagine having, you know, it's just like, Mm-mm. we don't have to do nothing. That's they got crazy. fucking brand new slick Adidas for game nights. Like, <laughs> this, it's just, yeah, it's, cry, it's crazy. Juiced up, man. It'll be fun. Love that. Well, we're, uh, we're flipping the script a little this week. Um, the last couple of weeks I think we've we've kind of blown through the rundown right and kind of not been able to get to things we wanted to get to without turning it into a four-hour podcast so mm-hmm. first things first we're going to start with a little draft action right and we're going to do a little college football uh, high-low session right and then we're going to dive into a quick rundown and then we're Attempting to announce our first kind of foray into a fantasy football league season, etc. Uh, so yeah, let's get into it, dude. Like let's let's start this trip, see where it takes let's us. Do it. 
Let's um, do it. Yeah, so for our draft, right, we, I, two weeks ago, kind of talked a little bit about my guy's golf weekend that we do up here in Minnesota, and it kind of like sparked an idea in me. You know, what, what what What's a perfect guy's trip, right? We've, we yeah. did the, the Boji thing for a day, right? Like, let's figure out what would be the ideal guy's trip, vacation, whatever it might be, so... Let's start talking about it. And I don't know if we want to draft or if we just want to like come to a consensus. What are your thoughts? Sure. Yeah, no, I think, I mean, there's a lot of different ways. This has been the hardest thing to prep for because it's like, man, you could, oh, that sounds, now that would be the one. That's how, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like you could, if you could do anything you wanted, and it's like, yeah, that would be sweet. You know, so well, let's, I have a lot of different, I have a lot of different ideas rolling through me. Okay. Well, let's do this. Let's like take each of those kind of like topics and let's just okay. throw out, here's some, some thoughts in the event that you're planning one of these or going to plan one of these in the near future or in the upcoming year, we're going to give yep. you some advice and some feedback as guys who've been on some and have partaken in some. Yep. Yeah, we'll give you our advice, our feedback. Let us know if you think we're way off the mark or, yeah, no, that's solid advice, sound advice. Never would have thought of that. Um, yeah. So let's start first with, like, the purpose of your guy's trip and, like, what is, what's, like, the goal of it? Um, and I, I realized I wrote that on there, and I was kind of, when I said that, I'm like, well, the purpose is a guy's trip. Right, but there's a lot of different ones, right? Like you have the bachelor party, you've got the annual get together of friends across the country. Like what's the what's your favorite version of that? And obviously any reason, in my opinion, any reason to get together with your friends is a good one. Uh and enjoy the hell out of it. But the ones that are the best, everybody's gonna have different opinions. So what's your thought on that, like first and foremost? Yeah, so I ended up, I nailed it down to a, a specific weekend in time and hope that we can pull this off sooner than later. So I think it's one of the greatest sports weekends in the history of time. And it's uh, it's the second weekend in February. So my, my, my purpose... Um, would be WM Open slash Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and then the group size has to specifically be exactly sixteen. Okay, so your purpose okay. is very like sports heavy, right? Like we're gonna we're gonna dive into golf, Super Bowl. Right, yeah. like we are fucking getting after it. There's probably going to be a lot of gambling, like all sorts of shit, right? So it's right. it's very centered around these two like huge events, uh, and they're kind of going to drive the schedule for however right. long you're going to be together, right? Because that's it, the the events revolve around, or the this trip revolves around those events. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I think for me, like mine is. And it, it, it's interesting, right? Like, because we are now, I mean, we're just kind of in like two different stages, right? I've got kids, right. been married for a while, a yeah. little older. To me, it's like, I just need a getaway. 
right? And I think everybody does. If when you have children and you've been with your spouse for a while, like uh, a little break is super healthy for all relationships. Uh, I don't care what they are. I don't care how perfect your fucking yeah. relationship is, Ricky. All right. Like, I don't want to hear it. All right. Like everybody <laughs> needs a little up. break. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Rick. I don't want to fucking hear it. Um, everybody needs a little break. And so mine's just kind of like a, a chance to kind of like reset home wise and get away with the guys and go do something. So like, I honestly, like my, I don't give a shit. I don't care where we're going or what we're doing or what the purpose is. Yeah. It's just, I need to get away, um, and spend time with some people I don't spend time with. So I realized I put that on there and I didn't have an answer other than I got to get out. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. And I feel like, I feel like that would be like probably the general purpose of all of them is like, you know, watching you guys do your GFD thing. And then like really started to realize like, man, I mean, I just told you I responded to or looked at 70 fucking text messages yesterday because I hadn't been had time. And then you get to that point in life and it's like, I just want to see my friends for a little bit. Yeah. You know? Absolutely, like, dude. So, um, yeah, I like that a lot. That was another way I wanted to go where it was like, let's just let's just get a cabin in the middle of nowhere and drink whiskey for a week. Yeah, and some, and some people out. like to go do, like, the hunting thing. Yeah. Um, a golf trip, a bachelor party, a sports event trip. But ultimately... Yeah. You know, they're all rooted in hang out with our friends. Right. You know, it's just, just, just get together and, you know, fuck around with each other for a while. <laughs> fuck around and find out. That's right. That's, what, that's all we need. And then, so then we like, we, we, we put on their group size. You're yeah. saying 16. Why 16? Specifically. Why is that so dialed in? Uh, that's the amount of people you can have in one skybox on the 16th green. Mm, okay. So if we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. Sure. And we did like a mini one last year, you know, as Ty, myself, Mez, and Matthew. Yeah. And that was a fucking blast, dude. We had so much fun that whole weekend. Like, mm-hmm. it was like, I want to expand on that because there's so much time and you don't, there's, it's no time schedule of getting to the open. You know, sure. you're just rolling, running around. So yeah, um, we 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 need sixteen. Yeah, we need sixteen people for the skybox. Here's my take. As a guy who's tried to plan a couple of these that are outside of where you live. Yeah. The larger that group is, the harder it is to figure the fuck out. Hundred percent. Um travel schedules you know where the how the hell you're gonna stay right uh wherever you're going right like well could we stay at a house well good luck finding a house that sleeps 16 that sleeps 16 you might but they're few and far between and if you got a group that big you're probably gonna fuck it up and a house that sleeps 16 is probably nice and they're gonna keep the you know so it's just like it's very complicated can everybody get time off whose kids are at what age and have what activities so they can't leave, blah, 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 blah. So, and then my other thought is 16 got like 16 people's a lot. Oh, yeah. Of It's a lot of personalities, and will they all mesh? And see, that, 
I mean, I get what you're saying. How many people do you guys take to GFD? Oh, man, it's anywhere from 16 to 24. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you know, but I think, like, really, if I, I, I probably have, like, close to 16. Sure. Not necessarily all of them in my head. I'm just saying up to 16. But, like, you think, and I think as you get, yeah, there's obviously some people that are just not going to get along. And, you know, but you could think of those people now. Yeah. And it's like, and well, we have it. we'll invite that guy. Well, we have it within our little uh, little golf thing, and you know they just don't hang out. But they're also not. Yeah, they just don't. Ha- they don't spend as much time together, and that's kind of like the whole like depending on what you're doing. Right. Having that, you know, with golf, you can just separate them. Like you guys tee off at one thirty, you guys tee off at one. You right. really don't see each other during the day, and then at night, don't can, fucking look at each other. Yeah, one can go to the bar, one can go over here, and it's not like they hate each other. It's just like so and so rubs somebody the wrong. We've all got those friends, right? That it's like, right? They 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 might be your cup of tea, but they're not, you know, your other friend's cup of tea, and you're kind of the connector between them two, the two of them, right? And so then you can right. feel like pushed and pulled. In opposite directions, and like, am I getting to spend enough time with the people I want? I don't know. To me, sixteen seems like a lot. <laughs> I don't hate it for sure. I mean, I'd take it without a doubt. Um, yeah, but I think if I'm planning, I want to be in the. I'm probably going to be doing something golf related. Right, sixteen solid. That's four foursomes. Um, but I'm probably going four to eight. Somewhere in there to book two tee times somewhere which is a perfect group size it is yeah i think uh any bigger and i mean i'm friends with everybody but then it's like man am i spending enough time with the people i wanted to spend time with right i don't know but it's but it's an important factor right like when you're thinking about Mm -hmm. this because like too small and it's like man now i'm spending you know four or five six days with ben and ben's getting on my nerves and you know, we're going to start right. slapping each other around, right? Like, we all have that <laughs> in oh, us. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have four or five or six hours together, and your brother and Mez <laughs> just beating the hell out of each other. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. My point exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's how guys can get, right? Like, all of a sudden, it's like goes from, like, fucking around and joking with each other to, well, now we're hitting each other in the nuts. And I mean, you guys also carry around a taser at GFD. There's that. 100%. Like, there's always, always going to be something. Yes. Without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. And I think, like, part of that, too, is part of, like, the being away. Like, I think men are different. Well, I don't think I know. Listen. Mm-hmm. That was, let's just take it back to the 3rd of July. That was probably the first day in, since Logan was born that Justin was, like, free and easy. Right. So all of a sudden in his brain, he had a sip of alcohol, and he rever- reverted back to 16 years old. For sure. Like, he tried putting me in the water. He tried putting you in the water, and then he would just keep coming up for more, and then he's like, I'm going to fuck with mess for a little mm-hmm. bit. Like. Men are dumb. So Without a doubt. 16, 16 is a lot that we, yeah, I don't know. But but again, depending on the purpose, like you were talking about, right? right? Like centered around these, the, you know, 
these events, like it can also be good because that's a, it's probably going to be a shorter window too. Um, right. And there's these events that are kind of captivating a lot of attention most of the time. Well, for mine, if you're one of the 16, you got to come up with five grand up front so we can go to the open. So boom, <laughs> boom. <laughs> that was, I added that category at the end to talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah. What, what about like length of the trip? Yeah, I think, um, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it all depends. I think the perfect is about that four to five days. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, we've had our fun. My body hurts now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this place looks like a frat house. All right, it's time for everybody to go, you know. A hundred percent. Yeah, guy. We'll, go back to your families. We'll make a mess of somewhere real quick. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> um, we generally don't clean up after ourselves in the moment. It's, ah, we'll do it later. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like the I like the four days somewhere, right? And so when we've done our trips down to Arizona, we fly in on Wednesday night. So that we get leave. all of the Thursday, all of the Friday, yeah. all of the Saturday, and then a little bit of su- Sunday before we take off, right? Yeah. Um, I think if you're flying in on Thursday, you know, like you lose the day. It's just gone. Most of it's spent traveling in an airport, getting in your Ubers or your rental car and getting to your house or your hotel. And it's just, it's, it's just transition time and it's not like time hanging out um, right so yeah i like the four to five day right like a bachelor party uh if you're doing something like that you know two to three days because that's generally a little harder right you're going right a little harder uh i can't spend any more than four days in vegas without like getting ready to like just blow my brain Check yourself into rehab yeah it's just i gotta go somewhere else like it's it's a lot um yeah, I like the four to five day thing. I've never done a full week. That'd be interesting. I do think the that kind of gets into the group size factor. Oh, yeah. If it's too big or too long, you can start to like wear on each other's nerves. Oh, ten thousand percent, you will. Ten thousand percent. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh location. I think this is kind of one of those that this this will it's interesting based on where you are. Yeah. Right for you. Obviously I know where your guys trip is located or your your yeah. thought on one. Um but if you were to like leave where would you want to go? Yeah, I think the lake the lake thing is fun go somewhere back up you know, maybe go up north. I mean, it looks like Mezzi and Dalt have a pretty sweet spot. Like, somewhere like that, you know, like where they go spend their week with their family. Like, something like that looks cool. Maybe those sweet blue waters you saw a couple weekends ago. Something mm-hmm. like that. But just something fun. And sometimes, like, when you do them, too, it's also fun to go somewhere where nobody knows your name. Nobody has a fucking clue who you are. Yeah. Which is sweet. Mm-hmm. Um we, Brandon Splinter's bachelor party, uh, played it, and we went to um, Brainerd, stayed at Breezy Point. Yeah. That was a fucking blast, dude. We had so much fun. And, like, uh, 
we had uh we had uh we did golf at Deacon's Lodge there mm-hmm. and then rented a pontoon and we had I mean I thought that fucking pontoon was gonna go down. We've just had too many dudes on one pontoon. We're taking on some water for a little bit. <laughs> But it was a blood. We just had to drink all the beer we brought. We just brought a lot of beer on the boat. Um, that was the problem. Came back, no problem. <laughs> um, but uh, then, like you know, hanging out at the at Breezy Point, like they had a couple different like restaurants there, mm-hmm. and they had a band that Saturday night, and you could rent the pontoon again, but just like use it as like a table. And so, like, it's on the water, and we did that, and then we're, like, we're, like, meandering to other pontoons and hanging out, and it was a fucking blast, but the whole week, just because nobody knew who we were. Sure. And it was, (laughs) it's just so fun, like, I mean, just thinking about it, like, just getting together and fucking around with your friends. Yeah. It's just a blast, like, uh... I mean, we took Weston's tailgate off his truck that <laughs> right? Like it's just it's just fun to turn your fucking brain off is mm-hmm. the biggest thing. Yeah. And act like you're twelve, man. Right. So Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh yeah, I think uh, up north are obviously like this thing here, so there's just a lot to do. So And I, I like the I like what you're saying there, right? About like being somewhere where you don't, where nobody knows who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so that like, unfortunately, like we all have like pressure to uphold images of who right. we think we are, right? Yes, In yeah, places yeah. where people know who we are, right? You know, you got to act a certain way and, you know, you don't, maybe you feel a little less and, uh, inclined to cut loose, but you know, you go to you go somewhere where, you know, nobody knows your name and, you know, it doesn't mean right. you get to act like a, a an asshole, but you know, you'll you'll drink a little more, you'll you know, tell some funnier, dirtier jokes, right? Than you generally would, and yeah, because you be know, extremely inappropriate. Yeah, you can be you can be quite ridiculous in those scenarios, mm-hmm. um, and I like it as well that you know, I I had a great time in Okaboji, but there's just so many people there. Oh my god! Right, yeah. that that's a bit much, <clears throat> and I feel like Havasu is very right. similar, right? Um, like Minnetonka, it's just there's just so many people there, and they're all kind of in that vibe. That it, I, I don't know, like I don't enjoy that, right? Right. Um, and I think it changes too. Is like like our Boji trip is like. We we're just spending time. Like we didn't have to stop at any of the lakeside bars. We obviously nope. stopped at Barefoot, and then when we got back, it wasn't like, "Oh, let's go out." Like nobody was itching. No, like we were all like, "We're gonna just hang out and drink here and grill, mm-hmm. whatever." But like, that's the nice thing about, I guess, being at that stage. Once you get to that stage, I think these things become a lot more fun. Is what I'm trying to say for sure. Yeah, where you don't have to go. Where if one of the nights you do want to go out, hit a couple bars, cool. But yeah. like, you don't have to. It's Absolutely. not a priority. Yeah, like when we um, when we go down to Scottsdale for, for golf, right? Like we'll go out one night just to right. see what it is. And honestly, like 
But we, I mean, you were with us one night. We went out and we we're just, it's four guys or five guys <laughs> standing in, in a booth. bar. We're just standing there. Like we're not doing yeah. anything. We're watching everything and like, oh, this is interesting and making fun of people as they walk by. But, you know, it's not like we're like, oh yeah, let's go party and like interact with everybody. We were just drinking. <laughs> What's your hat mean? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That lost lady uh, who was trying to make chicken tenders on her own. That was the best. I don't want to go off on a rabbit hole, but fuck that. That that is what's fun though about going out with your yep. friends, though too. So it's like a you get a, the half and half. I mean, or like our altercation at Barefoot. Like there is some fun to being with your friends and being adults and having grown up money and going out. So hundred percent, hundred percent. But then we also, like you said. We'll just sit or sit at the house a couple nights, play some cards, right. shoot the shit, get drunk, uh, gamble on sports, sit by a fire, you name it, right? Uh, hell, hell yeah. 100%, dude. Uh, at, so location's kind of all over, right? I think it's it, there's no wrong answer there, in my opinion. No. It's just find a spot where everybody can get to where there's, in my opinion then, lots of activities. Right. As right. you mentioned with Breezy Point, like you, you did some golfing, you did some some tuning, uh, yeah. hung out and watched some live music. You know, you go to Scottsdale, you can obviously golf, go out, and do whatever the whatever fuck you, you want. want there. Um, Vegas obviously has a ton. I'd, I haven't done like a golf trip where there's like just golf and nothing else to do in the area right like down south or big cedar lodge i wouldn't hate those ideas but um no i don't think i would either i think that'd be all right it's just like also i think i don't have the brain sometimes to do something like that though where it's like a fishing trip sounds good and like i've done them before but then it's like i got the patience to sit out here and fish for 12 fucking hours a day and then for multiple wake days. up and do it yeah. again tomorrow. And 100%. then guess what? You do it again the next day. Yeah. Right. Like I, so our golf thing, it's only two days. There's some of us right. that will do it a third, uh, that play a little bit before and whatnot. Right. But it, it was in, like, we, we did this Scottsdale thing originally. And, you know, I think the first year we were super golf heavy. And then on the second, we were like, you know what? Like, we don't really give a shit about the golf. Like, this is more of a guy's trip, not a golf trip. And so if we only play 18 holes today, that's totally cool. Like, we just want to hang out and have fun. Whether right. it's on a golf course or on a boat or wherever, right? So we quickly realized we didn't want to golf for four straight days. Mm-hmm. Hardcore. Like, we would play, but we were just as excited to not be playing and going and hanging out together, doing something else as we were golfing. Right. So yeah, like a good mix is huge. It's huge. Absolutely. It is. You, uh, are you a VRBO type, like rent a house guy or let's all say in a hotel. Uh, I have, if you can, if you can get into the, some of the, that's the, that's the, oh, that's the one big pro part of think about like the 16 group mm-hmm. is like, you can get in those big ass VRBOs and it doesn't cost shit. Um, right. Like there's a badass one down here that like McAfee stayed at 
over Super Bowl week, and I've seen like the Barstool crew mm-hmm. hang out at before. Um, but I've seen guys on Twitter that are like, oh, we stayed there. Um, it, but it's like a hundred bucks a person, uh, if you do it with a big group, you know, right? Kind of find it like, but it's got. Just a massive, I mean, there's like a, a putting green in the backyard. There's just all this kind of shit, right? It's Pools, so extra. Outdoor bars, absolutely. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, we, we've we done this Brainerd thing, gosh, for 12 years now. And right. we've, have, we've always stayed in their hotel mm-hmm. uh, because they're just like, yeah, we'll throw you up there. And this year... The first night we went up, they didn't have accommodations, so they threw us in a house. And it was a 16-bedroom, seven-bath house with, like, three living rooms, you know, pool table, card table, multiple bars. And it's like, what? Why aren't we here all the time forever and ever, right? And it gets us away from all the little kids and the family and kind of gives you your own space. So if you right. can if you can swing that and find like the right guys that that'll do that and the the place has enough spots for people to kind of separate or migrate to if they need to, and that's right. the way to go in my opinion. Hundred uh, percent. You feel a little bit more free uh, to be an idiot. Yeah, absolutely. So I found the one. Uh, it's got a half basketball court. Sand volleyball court. There's like a little like turf area. Looks like they got like a setup for uh, like lawn soccer or something. But there's a pool, you know, big grill area, um, pickleball court. There's putting green, sleeps. It says 12 comfortably, but then just go into the rooms. But, anyways, it's 862 bucks a night. Probably right now. Yeah, no, that's their average, 100%, because I don't have any dates put in. Like, yeah, if we went to, I mean, I can tell you, I already know what it's going to be for the Open. Uh, it's going to be fucking stupid. I'll just put it in that weekend right now. Um, Fortnite minimum stay, okay. There we go. Yeah, three grand a night. For the, but the still, open. three, I mean, sleeps 12 comfortably. Yeah, I mean, that's 250 bucks a person a night. Right. If you do the 12. Yep. And. But that's, and that's also like, that's the time of year. Right. right? Like like $250 a night for a hotel room that weekend. You ain't going to find that. that. You you would be, you would be on cloud nine. Correct. Right. Because what, 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 didn't you find some like random, like super eights or motel sixes that were like 800 bucks last, last year? Yeah. the news did a thing here and it was like the cheapest in the valley in general. There was like there were some hotel sixes that were like a thousand bucks a night. That's great. And I know like obviously you had waste management and the Super Bowl in the same city that week, but still right. eight hundred bucks a night for a fucking motel six. Uh and that's just it. Like no. there was some but there was something everywhere. Like the casino hotels were like those rooms were like sixteen hundred to two thousand dollars a night, and then they all and they're all over. We have twelve casinos valley wide, mm-hmm. and 
not all of them have hotels, but like every single one of them had different concerts and shows and like Shaq and fucking machine gun Kelly had a pool party at talking stick right out here in Scottsdale. And it's like, there's just so much going on, but yeah, if you could, if you could get to, I mean, and some of them are even cheaper. I mean, you, if you look at the average, obviously they're going to be cheaper that night. Yeah. But here's a sleep 16. There's nine beds, dude. Fucking bunk up, buddy. For sure. Bunk up, bucko. But I mean, they're just badass. I mean, absolutely. And also, here's the deal. If you're doing something like that where you're actually getting the skybox at waste management, this place is already booked for open weekend. But um, anyways, if you're doing that, money is probably not really a problem. No, no. It's not a problem, but it's always a consideration. Right, but you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're For doing sure. the skybox at 16 and somebody had to put down $70,000, mm-hmm. it's not like, hey, who's got a – does anybody have an Amex Black we can use to right. buy the tickets to WM Open? Totally. Totally get so, that. Totally get that. But, if again, like, you're not – so you're not doing the sky – say you don't swing the skybox. You don't have 70 right. grand. You could do that house – 250 a night for you know four nights you a thousand bucks for lodging that weekend is a steal and you could just chill like if you wanted to do that like that would be a blast to just hang out at that place absolutely for a week absolutely everybody put in another 100 150 bucks on food for a week you could eat like kings absolutely absolutely dude um yeah so that's kind of like our our thoughts on like a guy's trip. Like I, I, I don't know. I hope anybody who's listening to this, like they, like you get a chance or have chances to do those things and put in the effort to try and make those a priority. Right. Right. Like, you know, the July 3rd, me doing the GFD, you know, coming down to Scottsdale. Like I mark my calendar by those things, man. Like those are great getaways and kind of resets and just time to like hang out with the boys and fuck around, man. Like you need that in your life in order to stay. Oh, even, yeah. In my opinion, hundred percent, hundred percent. Hopefully we'll probably have to do a 16, 16, uh, 16 leg parlay weekend of friends though. Cause I'll have to have a bachelor party sometime. So no too many people. You say it all the time. There's me and Nick Dwyer, best friends with everybody. So it's going to be hard to leak people off the list. 100%, man. Going to, uh, it's a good pot. It's a good problem to have, Ben. Yeah, 100%. Good problem to have. So if you're not invited, take a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's dive into this little like college football high low deal. Let's go. What do you think? Um, Let's look Let's pull up, it up. college football rankings. Let's pull this up. Top 25. Uh, I'm going AP. Yep. That work for you? Yeah, it does. So let's dive through the top. Do we want to start at 25 or 1? Let's go to – we should probably start at 25. All right. So, coming in – high. <laughs> Coming in at 25 to start the year, which preseason polls are always bullshit, hence the high-low, like, and where we think uh, they, that they're ranked and whatnot. But coming in at 25 is a uh, shout-out to Dalt. 
and the kids, the Iowa Hawkeyes. Give it a wave. So very clearly, you're you're a too high. Um, yeah, I say you know wave to them kids as you drop out of the top twenty five. Uh, you will not end up there. I saw a, a wild stat on Kirk Ferentz and trying to average twenty five points a game this year, including his defensive scores, and how people think that that will be a stretch for him. Well, uh, Iowa people, Iowa fans have shirts that say "Hunting is winning," so. The fan base as a, as a whole knows they're fucking losers. They be, that means they're excited to not turn the ball over, dude. Um, old Spencer Petras is gone. Uh, they got uh, Cade McNamara, Michigan transfer, and they could be good, but, I mean, fuck. Does Iowa know the forward pass has been invented? Has somebody relayed that message down to Iowa City yet, do you think? Probably not. I mean, everybody's just talking about them too, like they're going to be so good too. It just kind of pisses me off. But so too high. They're not too high. Too high. What about Tulane? That one shocked me. Uh, well, they they did beat USC in the uh, Cotton Bowl last year. Uh, So, um, and their quarterback's coming back. So, uh, they're in the what American. So they should probably run the American. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to end up a top fifteen team again. They ended uh, they ended the year at ten in the AP poll, which is fucking dope. That's nuts. So yeah, they'll probably be a top fifteen team. I get why they do it, and like you said, preseason rankings bullshit because it's kind of. I mean, here you could do the others receiving votes. Uh, James Madison has been a fucking. Balls will team for two years. They got a vote. Uh, South Alabama, Liberty, those guys got votes. Toledo. Who's throwing Toledo? The Maction, right? Sure. Uh, the rest of them make sense, but there's just some randoms there where it's like, and how does Baylor only get three? How does Illinois only get three? But anyways, yeah, I would say Tulane is probably the one down at the top. But I'm going to say too low. That's just a no love preseason, no love because they're from the American. Okay, too low for Tulane. <laughs> That's some good alliteration. Yeah, too low, Tulane. Interesting. All right. Uh, next, Texas A&M. Too high. Too high. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Just looking at like the stand, like there's no way that many teams from these conferences are going to be there just the way the wins and losses are going to shake out. I think end of the year, you know, they might be a good team. They might be the 23rd best team, but I don't think they'll end there. I think they're too high. Jimbo Fisher is about to get fired and make $90 million. So good gig. If you can get it, that's right. Uh, 22 Ole Miss. It's probably just about right. Um, just come to the sip, dude. All, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's probably fair. Okay, okay. UNC, 21? Um, Realistically, probably too low. I mean, that's you I have thinking. probably the nation's second-best quarterback. That mm-hmm. should stand for something. Hopefully, they keep that ranking. They got to see the Gophs in a couple weeks. Oh, so. Well, and I just, you know, conference, their strength is schedule, right? Like, they're, it's not a crazy hard conference. I get it that, you know, uh, Florida State and Clemson are, are up there. Uh, but, yeah, there's 
there's just a lot of room to 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 stack wins, right? And if right. they win one or two of those, uh, it, they're just only going to catapult up. Catapult right. up. Number twenty, Oklahoma, last year in the Big Twelve. Probably too high for me. Um, love a lot of guys coming back, but um, what they do, you know, it's I don't know. I think that's the thing about the AP poll that constantly pisses a guy off is that these writers just keep pretending that it's 1990. Like it's sure. okay that Oklahoma's falling off a little bit here. Yeah, um, they could end up at 20. I could see that, but. Boy, they got some work to do. So, yeah, I you know, Big Twelve, right? Classic, you know, high scoring, no defense. Correct. Uh, I think they'll. I think it's about just right, just about right. Sure, that's in, right. In my opinion, they're they're going to be ranked. I don't think they'll be ranked highly. I think they'll lose some of the games. Right? If you look at the the standings or the current rankings as a whole, there's three teams in the Big 12 above them that right. you know, will they'll be lucky to beat and but they're also going to put some fucking uh, hurting on some dudes. So, I think 20 is about right. Uh, what do you think of Wisconsin at 19? Oh, fucking Scotties uh, and their new air raid offense. That's the thing that's fucking wild to me. I think it's too I'm not just I'm not just badgering here on on the Big Ten rivals of the ghost, but this is probably too high as well. Um I don't I mean I know they have Luke Fickle and people are already I mean you gotta let stuff happen. I that's my biggest thing. I think when you just appoint shit, it's like, well they got a new coach so they should be good. Well that doesn't always translate. Not your Luke one Fickle, what's that? Not in year not one. Year one. You're right. He had a good year. His one year as the interim head coach at Ohio State went undefeated, but they weren't eligible to make a bowl game, so that ended. And then from there, they went on to and he went on to Cincinnati and kind of built up a program. But I don't. I mean, it's just different, and I don't know. So we'll see. But I think too too low or too high. Excuse me. And that's the. I mean, what you just said, right? Had a great year at Ohio State. Well, they had players that could yeah. instantly adapt to his style of offense, and then he went to Cincinnati, and he built it up and got there. Right. Right? I, I do think he's a good coach. I do think that he will, un, unfortunately, uh, for the Gophers, I do think he will elevate Wisconsin and kind of change their program in some respect but I don't think it's going to be overnight because traditionally Wisconsin does not have those horses in the stables ready to run that type of an offense. So who knows though? I mean, you could get shocked. Uh, I'll, I'll say too high just for the sake of being a Homer. Um, But I think in a couple years they're going to be, they'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, 18 Oregon state. Do I, even even though they're going on a revenge tour, getting left out of shit and conference realignment, you don't think there's a, a chip on their shoulder? <clears throat> no, they got DJ Ulungalele transferred in from Clemson to play quarterback for him, but Ooh. I don't I mean he's going to play tight end in the NFL. So <laughs> tell you that, uh, yeah, I just don't. I mean, they're just like the stepchild of the Pac-12. I think they'll fall out quick. 
I mean, I could pull up everybody's schedule here, but no, it's just, yeah, they can fall out quick. I'll trust you on that one. We'll go too high. Um, TCU 17. Yeah, that's, uh, that's probably another, I think they're in there cause they made the yeah. national championship. They Great. lost almost everybody. Yeah, lost I mean, it's a whole new team. Yeah. Um, so probably too high. Uh, they fell in all the way down from two, and that was a brutal ass kicking they took. Agreed. Unclimactic or anticlimactic uh, championship game after that great sem- was it semifinal. I always get that confused. Semifinal yeah. uh, weekend where they pulled out all the stops and beat Michigan, which was awesome right. to see. Yeah, so I'll say too high as well. I think they will fall out. Uh, 16, Kansas State. That one's probably, uh, honestly, like, probably right there. Mm-hmm. I think they're old Chris Kleiman, former North Dakota Stater, is uh, building some solid down there, getting Kansas State back to the rise, and it'll be interesting to see. But I think they're right there. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say right there because we've had a lot of too highs. And you right. know, if, we're, if people are too high, well, somebody's got to fall down or come up. And so I'm going to say they're probably going to stay right in that 16 to 20 range. So about right. Uh, 15, Oregon. I think they're Soon too to be Big Ten, low. Oregon. Too low. That's right. Yep. Again, another top Bo Nix, another mm-hmm. top-tier quarterback. That should push you up a little bit. They have a former gopher, old Bucky Hodges, their running back, who's a stud. Um, Dan Lanning's just a heck of a coach. That defense is going to start turning and burning. They're going to be good for a while, but I think they're probably too low. They'll they'll end at a top 10 team for sure. Interesting, interesting. Well, shout out to the Big Ten. Uh, Good for them. One of their new recruits rising up the ranks. Uh, 14, Utah. It's probably too low. They'll probably win. I mean, they'll probably finish. They're s- still so good. Um, they'll probably win the Pac-12 again. They'll be three years in a row. I would take that. Um, so maybe right there, but it all depends on Oregon and USC and that group. But I think it's probably a fair preseason ranking, but not where I see them ending up. I'm going to say fair ranking based off what they've done, but I think they're too high. I just, I think, Back-to-back Pac-12 champs with a returning QB. Yeah, but that the Pac-12 champ this last year was that was a tight race, and you know they they just squeaked by the freshman out of USC. I think he's on the obviously on the rise, best quarterback in the country, and I don't think they. Yeah, I'm not so worried about USC's offense. We'll get there. We'll talk, but no, their defense is atrocious. So yeah, got to stop guys too. That's why they lost Tulane. They couldn't stop them. <laughs> fair, so. fair, fair. All right, uh, thirteen Notre Dame. Always too fucking high. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would second that. Right, just it's thirteenth in the country based on name. I mean, they're a good team, yep. but you know, objectively. They're going to get beat way more than they should. Yeah. Uh, 12, Tennessee. Probably just right. I could see them a couple points higher, but they're the one team that lost a quarterback that has a really good 
guy stepping in. So they got Joe Milton, who started at Michigan. He started a couple games last year. They're just rolling, dude. So uh, they're going to start to climb. So that's probably a just right. Yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll agree with you there. Just right, maybe even a little too low. Yeah. Right. Um, that program's on the rise. I like that. And shout out Rocky Top. Uh, number eleven, Texas. Your horns down, guy, huh? Sometime. Uh, just wait until they say we're back. And back every not. year till they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Quinn Ewers is a stud. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably a fair preseason rank. They were so close to beat. If they beat Bama this year, which Bama is going to be down, but if they beat Bama, then I'll be in. But that's the test. That's it. Week two, I think, too. So um, let's fucking ride. Yeah. Know? They're close to being back. And wh- how long has that right. conversation been going on? 10 years? Um, long time. But, yeah, almost beat Bama last year. Quinn Ewers is, you know, by all accounts, a first-round pick. Um, mm-hmm. They've got a solid backup quarterback in the event. Something terrible happens there. Um, I think Texas is on track to be back, and but I'm not sure how their season's going to go. Right, Like, they lost a lot of one-score games last year. Yeah. Um, I'd say they're about just right. I'm not going to – I'm not going to say too high because I don't think outside of the top 10 is absurd. Right. Um, and they are still in the Big 12, so they're going to rack up some wins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 10, Washington, which I have to – I just have to say uh, when we were talking conference realignment and I was like, Washington, who cares about them? That's my bad. That's yeah. my bad. You know, they solid football program. I shouldn't have said that. All right. Uh, you also played baseball against their head coach, didn't you? Did I? Kalen DeBoer. Oh, yeah. Shit, I did. Two sports stud at USF. Yeah. Yeah, he was a stud when we were there. Yeah. Uh, couldn't beat uh, us, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, didn't he play football and baseball, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's a stud. Um yeah, I think that's probably just right. They got a Heisman candidate quarterback and uh, Michael Penix. So, um, shout out Big Ten. Big Ten on the rise. Taking all your teams. Fuck yeah. I think that's kind of one of the things I was most shocked about looking at all this. Like when the realignment finally shakes out, man, it is very Big Ten heavy. 100%. Here. We got the best teams. Got the best teams. You hope they shake out. Uh, yeah, I'll say just right, just because I, you know, who knows how it's going to go. Um, I think it's, I think that is a Washington, USC, Pac-12 race. So, you know, if they if they can beat USC, that you know, then they're too low, in my opinion. Right. Um, but we'll see how that all shakes out. Uh, number nine, Clemson. Yeah, too high. I think they're faltering as a program. No, I mean they just got to get kind of come back on track. I they got a their their new quarterback Cade Clubnick's a stud, um, but Dabble just does stuff different, and it'll be interesting to see how he can maintain in this NIL era. 
Um, when he was on his national championship runs, the one thing he never did, they never took any Juco kids. That was his big thing. Like, we're going to get guys out of high school. We'll develop them. We'll play them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they had a great run at quarterback. They went from Deshaun Watson to fucking Trevor Lawrence. And then DJ Ulungalele came in and they kind of fell off. But now they got this Cade Klubnik kid who is, again, top two, top three recruit in the nation. So mm-hmm. um, they could be back and, and up top easily, but they don't do a lot with NIL. So then it's like, well, why would I go to Clemson? You know? So they don't? Mm-mm. Or at the least not that get, you The hero. kids can get their own NIL deals, but they're one of the only – uh, power five schools without a collective. Interesting. So where everybody, like the point of the collective is that everybody on the team gets some kind of money from sure. donors. That's shocking. The, that's a lot, yeah, they a don't lot have of money. There. Collective. Yeah. yeah there's South, gotta be some rich fucking well, yeah, dude. good old boys. Like all the people who own suites at Clemson, right? Like they all have summer houses in Charleston. And, right. You know, and that ain't cheap, right? Like, there's a lot of money floating around there. Like, Clemson's right. the school where, in South Carolina, like, where all the rich folks went. So, 100%. It's kind of shocking. Uh, eight. Uh, I'll say just right for for Clemson. Eight, Florida State. Uh, it's going to be the ACC championship game right there. It should be. So, um, Florida State, uh, just right. That's a good spot for them. Um, they got a lot of guys returning. They should be real good. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it shakes out. Yeah, I'm, uh, I think too high. Slightly. Pete's going to come for you. Oh, sorry, Pete. So, uh, seven, Penn, right. Penn State. Yeah, that's too high for me, dude. They lost yeah. a ton. Uh, that's just a name up there. I mean, I, I know they're a Big Ten blood, you know, blue blood, but. I don't know who their quarterback is. They've That's got a lot of a talent. Thing. It, yeah. People, so they're riding some hype, but again, they're in like Michigan, Ohio State. Like they have a just a bloodbath of a schedule, kind of like the Gophers. So it'll be, right. I mean, will they win them all? Probably not. So I'll say too high based on how it's going to end up, but I do think they're going to be a good football team. Yeah. Uh, six USC. Again, I think it's too high of a starting point, especially after you lost to Tulane. Did your defense get better? I understand you have a returning Heisman quarterback, but they should be probably like at that 10 spot at least. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, this The race for Caleb Williams is on. Uh, you know, every couple of years we also have this – where there's a quarterback that's like supposed to be the number one pick this year. And then they fall off. Yeah. Like it was Spencer Rattler a couple of years, you know, he was going to be the number one pick after that. And he might work his way back to it. If he has a good year in South Carolina this year, but he fell off. Uh, I remember yeah, there's a couple, there's a couple different USC kids, but it's just, it happens where you kind of go into the season and there's a top tier quarterback and then they have a shit year and it's like, Oh, maybe not. So, yeah. A lot of, a lot of hype. Right. Um, he's obviously a really talented football player. 
I totally get what you're saying, right? Um, outstanding freshman season. Like, dude looks like he's going to be the next best thing. I think I, I, I would take what you're saying and say, right, like the team will kind of rest on its laurels thinking, well, he's he can do a lot for us. So maybe right. the team is not as good as he is, right? And there will be a little bit of a fall ba- fall down for them. Um, I mean, I, I also do think, though, like process of elimination, like if they're not there, who's coming up? Is it Washington? Is it Oregon? Is it Utah that's going to be taking their place? Because somebody from the Pac-12, well, I shouldn't say that. They don't have to be up there, right? Like they've, they've missed the playoff a lot, so... You know, they could beat each other up and, you know, shit, there might not be a Pac-12 team in the top 10 at the end of the year. You never know. Yeah. Uh, I'll say just right, just based on where we're at. Like, I, you know, I don't think they're going to be in the running for the national championship, but I also don't think they're a bad football team. Right. Just not going to be as good as everybody maybe thinks they are, but they are going to beat up on some teams because of him. Yep. They're also going to have some stupid losses, like you said. Tulane. Shocker. So shocker. Uh five LSU. Um it's fine for now. They should be higher, but this is my pick to win the national championship. Ooh. So they are revamped as fuck. Uh they got a stud quarterback, Jane Daniels, who transferred from ASU and last year he kind of brought him back, and now he's second year in the program and the system at LSU. They're going to be good, dude. They're going to be real good. And they're kind of hitting the perfect storm in the SEC where Bama's kind of like, who's their quarterback? What are they doing? Kind of without like offense thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia is still going to be good on defense, but it, it's like, who's going to be the next? I mean, they scored 59 fucking points in the national championship. You can't tell me their offense sucked, but there's right. just not a lot of people talking about them. So I think they're in a perfect storm. To come out of the SEC, so that's my that's my team to win it all this year is LSU. Yeah, LSU's always loaded, right? There. I mean, they're just LSU, Bama, and Georgia, right? They're always just loaded with talent. And can the coach put it together and and run the right schemes? I I'll, I'll just say I'm just gonna say just right because I don't have a hot take on it. It. It's too early to say I think five is a, an appropriate place for them and let the season shake out and, you know, they get into the top. Is it 12 this year for the playoff? Next so, year. This is the last four team. So get into the top four and see what happens, right? Uh, I think that – I do think there will be two SEC teams in there. I'd be shocked if there's two Big Ten teams in there. But if there are, that's hilarious. <laughs> Just uh, so I mean, lens we're close. Credence I mean, too. we had two Big Ten teams last year. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I the only thing I hate about Dallas, I really don't like Brian Kelly. But um, I don't either. I don't either. But uh, they're they're fucking good. They are so good. So yeah, Alabama four. Yeah, that's too high. But there, it's again here. We're gonna get in these top four. If you ask the casual fan who's the best four teams in the nation, this is what they're going to say. So it doesn't even matter. So I don't think they'll end there. I'll tell you that. Bama's going to have a tough year. So. Hmm. Hot take. 
Yeah, I'll go. I'll go too high. They're going to get beat by Texas. Um, when will Nick Saban retire? Right, I think it's coming sooner rather than later. Yeah, so I'll I'll say too high. Uh, three Ohio State. This is uh, this is probably it just right for the next two. two. Um, it's all going to come down to that game. Uh, I know I have a bold take on it right now, but if Ohio State stays true, the Gophers are sitting in such a prime spot the second to last week of the year to play upset. Like, it's so... Because, you know, I mean, that's just how shit happens. Look, they're undefeated. Michigan will be undefeated. Looking ahead to to the big game the next week, right? Whatever they call it. And then it's like, well, here sits the Minnesota Golden Gophers. And at least take them to the fucking wire. So For sure. Trash games are a thing, man. Like, that's a a term because it's a a real thing. And they're kids and they do stupid shit. And uh, I I like that. And it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. Um, Yeah, I'll say... Uh, I'll say just right. Yeah. Uh, no, that's fair. Michigan, just right. Yep. Just kinda, same. You know, they're, they're, they're going to be talented. Um, and they'll be in the mix at the end of the year. Georgia won. Will they three-peat? No. Do you think it's LSU? I think that's tough. <clears throat> it's tough to keep getting, you know, all these studs to keep coming to you and developing you. I think if Kirby smart does it, man, that makes him like one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yeah. If they do it, then the Gophers are off the hook for the greatest team of all time from 1935. Mm-hmm. Gophers are the only team to three Pete ever. Are they the only, or the, just the last? I think the only, I, I don't, okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're the only. So and it was obviously in the 30s. It's the thing that doesn't happen. No. Two is tough. Three is immensely hard. 100%. 100%. But I mean, the nice thing about the SEC is they play real tough schedules. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Facetious. Yeah. I'm sure they got fucking Sisters of the Poor. Um, they got some 15. of that. They got some of oh, that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Alabama That's, always did too. I mean, they all do. Any. It's tough to blame them knowing like they're going to go through that buzzsaw that is the SEC, you know. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but then that's my always my thing is where like, oh, the SEC is so tough. And it's like, yeah, is it? You know, like it's yeah. like every other conference, like teams go up and down. Like Georgia opens the season with UT Martin. Look out. Mm-hmm. Then they got Ball State. Mm-hmm. Boy. Getting crazy. Then they have their first SEC game to play South Carolina. Could be a test. Then they go back to non-conference, and they got UAB. Hey. They got the – who is that? Uh, Alabama. Oh, the, the fighting Trent Dilfers of UAB. <laughs> then they get uh, Auburn, Georgia, Vanderbilt. They're always a powerhouse in the SEC. Florida, Missouri, <laughs> Ole Miss. Tennessee, and then they ended up with the greatest non-conference game of all time, Georgia Tech. So their non-conference is Georgia Tech, Ball State, UT Martin, and UAB. Yeah. That's like, I mean, 
challenge. I mean, there's nothing there. And they so they only have right now preseason rankings. They only have two ranked opponents on their schedule. Yeah. For now. For now, I get it. But they we did have a two. Lot. We, Ole Miss at 22, which could fall out, and Tennessee at 12. Right. But we listed a lot of schools and said too high. That means no, there's going to be some that are going to come up there. But that doesn't mean they're SEC teams that should fly in. Yep. Uh, so you're very clearly like, well, I don't know. Maybe you tell me, do you think the SEC is overrated? Because to me, it's like, I, get, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, dude, uh, back-to-back national champions, fucking steamrolled TCU. They fucking, uh, I mean, they, how do you argue with the level of dominance that they have displayed over the last two years and say, Oh man, they're not fucking playing anybody. Well, everybody that they play, they beat the brakes off them. So, and that's fine. And they almost stepped on their dicks against Missouri and there's things that happen. My thing is I hate the overall love of the sec like the sec top to bottom is anybody out of that conference could beat the shit out of anybody that's not the truth they're just like every other conference where that's the top two or three teams and then you have your middle pack and then you have your lower level like every other conference is set up the exact same way that's when i'm like i hope when they do this realignment they do like a big 10 sec challenge where it's like all right we're going to, whoever you fate, wherever you ended last year, you play that team across the division mm-hmm. and let's line it up. Let's see. I just think top to bottom, I would rather play a big 10 schedule than an sec schedule. So you'd rather as a play fan watching. Oh, huh? you think it, why? Cause you think it's easier or you think it's more competitive, better football. I think it'd be better football. Like, that's just it. You said, they, yeah, they play nobody, but they beat the brakes off them. That just goes to show how weak the fucking SEC is. When you're fucking or, laying 60 okay. down on fucking Florida. Or how strong they are. Yeah, but I'm Come just on. saying, like, there's no, there's no, it's the SEC as a whole. That's my hate is, like, everybody thinks that everybody in that conference fucking walks on water. Hmm. I mean, I'm not saying they walk on water, but the competition is legit and fair. Or not fair, but it's, I think the reputation is earned in that. Look at the. And cousin fucking. Fair. I, I, I'm not going to argue with you there, but look at, look at the national champions in the last 10, 15 years. Bama and Georgia. LSU. LSU one time. One time, no, again, right? Like there's three. Yeah, how many three. have the yeah, fucking Big right. Ten won, Ben? Ohio State's won one. The so one, right? And then Clemson, Clemson, ACC. But do we know, or do we think the ACC is the best? Because Clemson went on a streak there, no, but, bouncing back and right. forth. But collectively, when you look at the like the totality of their work over the last 15 years, they've had three separate national champions, two of which have won Correct. multiple national championships. Right. So it's like they, and we just talked about, you just said like LSU's your pick, right? Like, right. Collectively, they are a very strong conference. I get Vanderbilt sucks. So does Northwestern. So does Rutgers, right? right? Like, every conference has a couple of those schools that are dog shit that everybody just beats the fuck out of. I, 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 That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying the top half, the top couple teams, those three, 
are extremely good. My problem Tennessee. with the SEC, yeah, but they ain't done shit since ninety fucking eight either. They won some games last year. What they win the fucking the Cheez-Its dot combo last year, but that's like the top the tier Cheetos. teams. The top tier teams are 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 good in every conference outside of the right now Pac-12. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Then it falls off hard because the top 25, the teams that we're talking about at 25, 22, 23, those are going to be three or four lost teams. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, like, yes, the top tier, Bama, Georgia. I'm just saying my. My problem is with the rest of the SEC. I'm not shitting on Georgia. Mm-hmm. Not saying I'm just saying I don't love that the SEC as a whole plays really shitty non-conference games. Who's, I don't love that. Who's Michigan's but, non-conference? I'll tell you. I'm sure they don't got a great one either. But I'm just saying, like as a whole, I think like, that I love that Alabama is playing Texas right now. Yeah, that's great. Right, like I love that as well. Yeah. Obviously, that's going to be an SEC game here in the future. Um, but I think that's normal for any top-tier program. Like, they know they're the best. They don't have to go fucking prove it every week. They have to get to the top four and then watch what happens when they're there, right? Like, that's their non-conference. Put us against the other teams that you think are the best and watch us work. And historically... They have done work. 100%. You know, like Michigan's non-conference, I, I can almost guarantee you, is Eastern it's Michigan. Shit. You know. Uh, yeah, they, they play shit. Like Ohio State, they got they got Notre Dame. I just would love to see one non-conference ch- challenge. I, I 100%. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I uh, As much as you hate the SEC is overhyped argument, I hate the... They're that it's not as good as we think they are. Yeah, it's not. I'll die on that hill. The top three, Jeff, take them all day long. Well, what what do you judge it by then? Other the than rest nas- of the conference, other than national championships, what do you judge it by? But that's that I they're winning it whether they're in the fucking SEC or not. I'm saying the rest of the conference. So where do you, so you could put Georgia in the fucking American and they would still win the fucking national championship? Okay, okay. So where do you rank the Big Tw- Ten conference then? As a whole, top to bottom, better than the SEC. And you can look at it year in year out. Pre at the end of the season, they play a lot of bowl games against each other. They fucking head to head. They're the Big Ten is a better conference than. If you want cross to cross and you want look at the games we had last year. I mean, mm-hmm. Ohio State almost ended Georgia's run. They don't miss the kick. They then Georgia doesn't make it to the national championship. Mm-hmm. So it's side by side. I'm just saying Big Ten versus SEC. I'm gonna take the Big Ten. It's not a Homer thing. I just the top the SEC is top loaded. Where there's a little more disparity. That look at the Big Ten West. That is a crapshoot every year because it's like, well, these teams are going to beat the shit out of each other. Everybody else in that season just roll over and die. Yeah, but you could say that's a crapshoot because it sucks. 
Yeah, if, you, if that's the, but that's your preconceived notion of you thinking the SEC is the best. That's what. That's your. That's your edge of the argument. I'm. All I'm saying is, like, statistically look at it. The rest of the SEC is not as great as everybody thinks. They're just not. It's a top-heavy conference, and because those top three teams are so fucking good, everybody else thinks the conference is so good. That's what I'm saying. Look at the. I mean the. The teams that get in bowl games, how they do in bowl games, you can do all that shit. The Big Ten, I, top to bottom, okay. all day. I I put no weight on bowl games that are, and this is my opinion, I put no weight on bowl games that are not the college football playoffs. Because. Why? Because they don't matter. It doesn't matter yeah, if you win or you they don't matter, lose. but they're, they're, the teams are still playing. Yeah, they are. Um, but I do think. Right, like when a Big Ten team beats an SEC team in the Cheez-Its.com Bowl, I don't think the kids in those games, like especially in the SEC, I don't think they fucking give a shit. Because the only thing that matters to them in that conference, and I'm projecting, the only thing that matters to them in that conference is winning the national title. They don't. So you're going to call Missouri, see what they think their fucking odds of winning the national championship are this year? Whoa. Yeah, call Illinois. Thanks, a hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Right. I get it. The top teams are the teams that compete for the national championship. I get it. Okay. But I'm just saying the rest of the. I'm not saying that they're competing for. I'm not putting the Gophers on a fucking fourteen playoff pedestal right. or Iowa. But if you're giving me Iowa versus South Carolina, I'm fucking taking Iowa. If you're giving me Wisconsin versus Auburn, I'm taking Wisconsin. Like every time. Right, but if you're giving me Wisconsin versus Tennessee, I'm taking Tennessee. Because of but why? Because I think Tennessee's a better team. Okay. And we just talked fine. about it. Like, we think there, that they're appropriately be, rated at 12 versus 20. 100%. But I'm just saying, if you look at the, I'm just saying, the bodies of the conference shift, there's no way you can tell me top to bottom, SEC is the best. The top, sure, that's fine. You can have it. But the rest, there's no fucking way. <laughs> agree to disagree that's fine agree to disagree i i i just i i, I the, the argument you're making to me like right like you're 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 calling out missouri and vanderbilt and south carolina which is the like relatively speaking the bottom of the fucking conference and you're throwing out mid-tier big 10 teams uh throw out you know, Northwestern versus Vanderbilt. Who do you got? That'd be a game. I would take Northwestern. Right. Throw out Maryland versus South Carolina. Who do you got? Maryland. Jesus Christ. Throw out. You don't think Maryland's throw out get Maryland be a top 20 team this year? Throw out Rutgers versus fucking uh, Missouri. Probably Missouri. Throw out Florida versus Iowa. This year, I'd take Iowa. All right. That's my point. Like, I, I, I just feel like, I, I, yeah, whatever. We, we'll, we're not going to convince each other on this. I know that, no, and I'm not. I don't. Uh, I'm not anti Big Ten. I just also think that if you have to show some respect to the conference that traditionally, year in and year out, produces the national champion. Yeah, I don't think you have to show respect to the conference. The team, yes. If you look at the 
the game, I mean, look, if you look at Ohio, let's just do it like this, okay? The best college football game we had last year mm-hmm. was Ohio State and Georgia, right? Georgia won nail biter, okay? Mm-hmm. Look at Georgia's run against their conference foes. Fucking ran through them like they were playing high school teams. Ohio State was in battles. That's what I'm saying. I think that the groupings are closer than people think in the Big Ten. Now, I think the top tier Big Ten teams stand toe to toe with the top tier, the with the top tier SEC teams. I think the middle tier beats the fuck out of the middle tier, and then we can flip coins on whether we think Northwestern's going to have a fucking locker room problem or Vanderbilt's going to fucking play the tuba better. Right. We can we can talk about that with I, them fucking nuts. yeah, but like we're, you're you're th- okay. So you're throwing out Ohio State versus uh, <laughs> uh, Alabama and how it was a one point game. Well, Michigan Georgia. lost to TCU, who then got wow. fucking boat raced by Georgia. Right, like Correct. you can't I, again. You can't do that. That was a great game, in my opinion. You yeah. just you can't do that. You can't like take a single game and say, well, because that game was close, that means the conferences are closer uh, in in theory. Well. It's not like Michigan lost. No, Michigan beat Ohio State. They, you correct, but what I'm saying, Jeff, is that we took the we had a Big Ten team versus an SEC team. Mm-hmm. They went head to fucking head. Mm-hmm. The best of the SEC, the second best in the Big Ten. They went head to head, and it was a fucking one point game. Okay, one point game. I'm not saying that. Go do the roundabout. Well, Gophers beat fucking Ball State. Ball State beat Akron. Akron beat so-and-so. Actually, Gophers are national champions. That's not what I'm doing. Okay. What I'm saying is stack them up side by side. You can say the national champ. Georgia won the national championship. They're the best team. That doesn't mean that they're in the best fucking conference. Okay. Because then you would have said then every year that – Clemson won the national championship that the ACC was the best conference. And that's not true. No, I would not. So exactly. That's, that's the point I'm trying to prove. Right. Well, again, like to me, I think they are the best conference because they have traditionally produced more national championships with more teams than anybody else. We have one with one team. The ACC has two, right? They have two with one team. Or did they only win one? Uh, two. They won two with one team. The SEC has nine with three teams. Yeah. That's my argument. And so, like, they have done it multiple times with multiple teams over the course of the last 10 to 15 years. And, yes, I talent ebbs and flows. Absolutely get that. Traditionally, they have year over year been better than other conferences that's just that's my opinion i look at it like that the only thing that matters is winning a national title they produce it yeah but year over year you but you're saying that 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 the to me you're saying that the rest of the conference is good because the fucking national champion came out of that conference and that's what i'm trying to get you away from i'm I'm saying Conference versus conference. You look it up, SEC's won 30 overtime, Big Ten's won 25. So we're five off. So there it is. There's the difference. So five years, the SEC was better if you overtime. What I'm saying is you can't just take the conference champion or the national champion and be like, whatever conference they're in, that was the best. No, I'm saying they 
produce the most like out of it, right? Like, no, I'm not saying like because they won it, like they're automatically the best, but you're you're downplaying the conference when in reality I think it is right. very tough and they don't need to play a tough non-conference schedule because they have a lot of really good teams within their within their conference and it has proven out over time that the cream of that crop that rises to the top ends up winning the national title right like they beat all the fucking tough dogs in their conference they get into the playoff and then they win the fucking playoff right that's and again we're not going to convince each other i get that we could go round and round on this for the next like 10 hours uh and I love it. Like, I love that we are on the opposite sides of this. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. I love that we're on the opposite <laughs> sides of this. Uh, I'd be curious to hear what other people think um, <laughs> on that. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know. Big 10 or SEC. And I'm excited. I will just leave it at. I'm excited for where it's going. And it's looking like it's going to be these two conferences just bashing their heads against each other for the next 10 years. That's how it should be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then when it gets to, and that's why the getting to 12 is important, right? Because you're going to get more teams from more of the conferences and playing in games that actually matter to them. Right. Right. And then you'll be able to see like, and you can like have the a legitimate conversation because Tennessee played Penn state in a playoff game and they were both trying to, truly trying to win that game. They didn't have people sitting out, you know, worried about draft picks or what, you know, they're, they're yeah. going balls out and they're trying to win a national title in that, in that format. Right. And you'll be able to have a legitimate conversation about those. I think at that point. Yeah. Cause it's going to be six sec teams and six big 10 teams. Most likely. Right. Like that's exciting. 100%. As hell. It's exciting as hell. See how that shit shakes out. Um, should we do a quick little rundown? Yeah, let's do it. We've got a couple things that we want to that we want to uh, kind of, I guess, like go over, right? I think first, let's start with this Bet MGM Grand Parlay story that you sent me. What a wild deal! Uh, if you have the Bet MGM app, take your money out and delete it. Find something else immediately. That's all. I, I mean, that is in. First off, what would you do? Like, got a couple trains of thought here. Okay. That kid's a super nerd. He's a teacher. So here's the story. A teacher from where, Jeff, Tennessee? Does that sound right? Somewhere in the south, yeah. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he bet uh, three parlays on women's world cup games specifically i think it was like vietnam for somebody yeah totally random so it must be huge in on women's world cup but he looked was just looking at the lines and he's like there's no way this is this are the odds they're giving me and he's like what you see it like when you believe in something you see like what the f i'll take it that's what you yeah. do as a better you're like fuck yeah i got it i locked it in at this and then the lines move up or down but when you see it high you're like i want it so this guy put in three different parlays. I think one was like a thousand, one was two thousand, and one was another one was maybe a thousand. No, they were like sixty five hundred. His par they were parlays, like, and they were plus sixty five hundred, like plus. No, I would say like the dollar amount. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and they all three hit for a total of like 
twenty. It was two hundred fifty thousand dollars or something mm-hmm. over north. Then the next day, he goes into his bad MGM app, and all that money's gone. And they sent him an email and was like, "Hey, those weren't supposed to be the lines, but they were the lines. So we fucked up. Here's a hundred dollar free bet for your troubles. Sorry about it." So. He called into some radio show, and it's going to be crazy to see what happens because 100%, it's going to fold some sports books, but they they have to have accountability. Whatever's posted, whatever you lock the bet in, mm-hmm. sorry, that's that's what you have to pay out. That's part of it. Yeah. So a lawyer from New York uh, picked this up, and they're suing uh, BetMGM. So I'm sure that they'll, he'll get his $250,000 because it's somebody will take it to court, and or they'll just settle. They'll be like, "Fuck this, we don't need this." And here's your two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. But it's just kind of crazy because, as a group of dudes who put in parlays weekly, myself, I put a ten cent to win a million dollars. Like if that hit, if that hits someday, you know, is Fanduel going to be like, "Sorry, those weren't actually supposed to be the odds." That shit's gonna have to go away. There's gonna they're or they're not gonna be able to they're just gonna lose all their credibility and I'm sure there'll be some what do you call it? Not zoning, but some um regulations on this now too. But just a wild story. I mean, imagine that. Imagine us hitting that five for thirteen hundred that first day, feeling like we're on cloud fucking nine. And then FanDuel actually being like, Well, JK L O L, you don't get the money. Yeah, I I hear what you're saying and man, I I cannot believe that they pulled that move. Just terrible PR. Hey, here's a I know you I know we said you won $225,000 or whatever it was. And we might have screwed up. So here's $100. Did you really think like that was going to smooth it over? Yeah. You oh, know? okay. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take this happily. No, like as you mentioned, right? Like everybody is always looking for that edge. And if you're going to offer bets on shit, like have your shit dialed in, right? Like college football used to be uh, back in the day, the, in my opinion, like the easiest way to like make money. Cause there's no way you can watch all those games and have like your odds that dialed <laughs> in NFL is the toughest, right? Because it's right. such a, High profile, so many people pay attention to those 32 teams, right? Whereas right. you're talking 100 plus in college football, you can find solid lines, over unders, whatever on Eastern technical, directional, you know, community yeah. college versus whomever, Georgia. right? School of the Mines, right? Like you can find edges there. And when you find those edges, you fucking hammer them. And right. if you're not going to put that much attention on it. Limit the fucking bets. 100%. Right? Roll down, you know, like they do with the fucking props and the Super Bowl. Like, there's limits on how much you can place on that because they don't want to, like, get fucked like this. Right. And they can't. Over under the national anthem. Absolutely. Right? Like, they can't put that much time and attention and effort into setting that line accurately, but they want the action. Well, if you want the action, you got to pay the fucking price, in my opinion. And. It's just such a wild deal. Like, dude, they probably take in a quarter of a million dollars an hour too. Like, let's be fucking real. For sure. 
for the, sure. The amount of bets placed, the amount of DGENs in this world that are betting on everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm getting the itch because I can't bet on anything. I don't know enough. Like, golf's slow right now, and I just don't know enough about everything else to keep placing bets. Like, you know, so I'm getting the itch to place bets on football because we're here. Yep. It's like I couldn't fucking imagine. Like, I place that dollar bet every week for a million dollars or 10 of them because it, you look at it, and if you know anything about the game of football, you're like, well, there's no way there's – there's clearly realistic possibilities for that to happen. You know what I mean? It's like easily that could happen. And then it's like, then what happens? It hits and you are all excited. And you realistically, I mean, for anybody, quarter of a million dollars is most people is life changing money, right? Like that, that helps out a lot. This guy's like, holy fuck. I think he was a school teacher too. So we all know they just rake in the cash, right? So, I mean, fuck, he was juiced up. And then they're like, well, Here's a coupon for a free Whataburger. Just insane to me, dude. Yeah, yeah. like if if you're if you're not going to stand by your lines, don't place the bets, or don't right. put don't allow the action to come in or limit it. And yeah, like well, that's just it too. Like I was trying to put together some. Uh, I was going to parlay a bunch of over unders on. Uh, college football win totals and mm-hmm. FanDuel don't let you. You can't parlay those. And I get pissed sometimes. It's like, why won't you let me parlay those? But that's why. Yeah. Because they don't want you to fucking be right and have to pay a ton out. Which, so they're monitoring their shit. That's how you do it. That's why totally fine. That's the app I use to bet. Yeah, it's totally fine. DraftKings for DFS. I use that to bet. And that's what, because they're the best. Right. Everybody else tried to get into it and here it is. Now they're done. Yeah. That's totally fine, right? I I totally respect that, right? Would you take that bet? No, right? You're not going to accept a bet with a friend if you feel like you're getting fucked on the odds. Totally get it. You want it to be somewhat fair and somewhat reasonable um, where you're not going to be completely out your your shirt and you have just as good of a chance to win as somebody else or whatever. And, you know, if you're going to put long odds on things, hey, that's the price you pay, right? Like with our whole underdog thing. Right. Right. I find that fascinating in how we came out ahead by just betting the unders realistically because of like three games. And right. so in my head, I'm sitting here thinking to themselves, thinking to myself, they, you know, granted, we didn't like take them for a billion dollars. So. But if somebody had done that for a significant amount of money, they would go back and look at those odds, and even though it's 16 to 1, they wouldn't offer plus 2,000. Right. Moving forward, they move, they move it down to plus 1,000. Right. And if that's the case on, like, three those three games, we don't end up ahead. Right. Because there weren't enough other upsets to, like, to, to even it out, right? And so, and that's what they do. They look at that stuff all the time. And... Again, shame on them for trying to roll back, you know, this guy winning the fucking lottery because he put in effort and work and created these parlays that he thought would hit because he wasn't putting a dollar down like you have, right? Or 10 cents to win a million. He put $1,000 down on these bets. They're willing to accept that and then not pay the consequences. I hope this lawyer fucks him, fucking drags him through hell and, and gets the payout that is deserved for this dude. Yeah, I agree. Oh, terrible. Yeah, take your money out of bet MGM if that's what you're uh, you're betting on. 
folks. It's a bullshit app anyways. Uh, we've talked a little bit about umpires in the past and how stupid they are. Mm-hmm. Did you did you read that story of uh, Angel Hernandez? Yes. Complaining about not being able to umpire a World Series, and he's claiming it's based on his race. Yeah. Love it. I had to double take it because when I read the article, I was like, are people saying he's racist? Well, he's the worst MLB umpire of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a well-known fact, and he's clearly not going anywhere. But, I mean... <clears throat> It's such bullshit. <clears throat> the race card. It, it honestly, we've people have used it so much. If it just means nothing, though, like you call somebody right. a racist, it's just like, all right, well, that used to mean something. You know, what I mean? like used to like actually go at people and be like, well, they're racist, and it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe they are. And now it's like, well, are they, or did they say something that you don't agree with, so that you. You or they don't like you as a person. You know, it's so fucking stupid. Right. And you don't, I just, I hate, I hate that excuse because there are real fucking racists and they're pieces of shit people. Absolutely. So now it's, so I think Angel Hernandez should uh, get the ultimate, you're done, actually. You suck shit. We're never going to let you umpire a World Series and we don't need you. So, Right. right. Yeah. He, so he filed a lawsuit against the MLB against MLB because he hasn't been able to uh, umpire a World Series since 2005. This is a long time. It is a long time. Um, and a judge basically came back and said, like, look, uh, yeah, you haven't, but there have been other minorities that are umpiring the World Series. So this is not a race-based thing. And getting right. back to your thing, right, like Boy Who Cried Wolf, uh, too many times and people start stop listening to it uh, it's uh, it's such a bullshit card to play when it's not legitimate and it it waters down the actual issues at hand when when you do that right and right. I, I hate seeing it i hated i hate it like in a in any professional environment when it's used and it's not like legitimate because there are people who do that and those people suck and they should be, you know, tagged for it when they do that. But when you have things like this, like, man, you're just giving those people a boost to their sales by throwing right. it around for stupid shit. Like you are a terrible umpire. Angel He's Hernandez. the worst. One of the worst in MLB history. Um, it's shocking. You have a job, let alone, yeah, I'd be more worried about that. Yeah. Let alone, that you haven't been able to umpire a fucking World Series, dude. Right. So be grateful for your your full time gig as a fucking umpire blowing calls left and right, uh, <laughs> and just take that check, dude. Absolutely awful, fucking Angel Hernandez. Guy's the worst. The worst. The worst. Uh, I sent you that thing about the mullet contest. What'd you think about that, dude? I got to name mine. What should I name mine? That's the best part. Uh, well, I don't know what something NASCAR or racing related or where, what, what do you think? Well, the first place winner, which is the kids mullet championship is what we're talking about here. 
Yeah. First place winner, Rory from Pennsylvania. He named his mullet Cheddar Wiz. <laughs> so good. Second place, Ezekiel from Hawaii. His mullet is named Mr. Aloha Mullet. I don't like that. I don't. It's not as not as good. And then Cam, also from Pennsylvania, third place, the Camander. The Commander. Solid. Yeah. It's, uh, first off, I get it. Well, I, ha- I have one. These children mullets, though, it makes me nervous to see what their parents are like. Don't you think? Um, yes-ish. That being said, as a parent of a child that is younger and seeing all these kids running around with hairstyles, man, like, you just want your kids to have fun, and they see oh, mullets, sure. so, like, they're like, can, can I get a mullet? And, you know, my wife is very much, uh, no, that looks bad. And I'm like, who gives a shit? He's nine, right? Or right. he's 10 or 12 or whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like, he wants to rock a mullet, let him rock a mullet. If he thinks that's fun, like, go for it. These kids also look like babies to me. They look like they're five or less. Yeah. How Like, old- Ezekiel from Hawaii... I don't know how he's got that much hair because he does look like he might be three years old. Yeah. So, yeah, that kid no, is I think young. it's hilarious. They all are. Yeah. I mean, Rory's, he's probably eight to 10. Ezekiel's three to five. The commander, that kid's yeah. four. Yeah. Those so are that's great what I'm mullets, saying. Though. Yeah, they are. They're, they're beautiful. A little jealous, a little jealous. But yeah, I think it's it's kind of cool how it's came back. I've I rocked think, a mullet for majority of my adult life, actually, and uh, you can either do it or you can't. So right, yeah. And uh, I think the most shocking thing of this, outside of like pretty solid names, is there's nobody from the south. In the first, second, yeah. or third place, right? We're talking Pennsylvania, right. Hawaii, Pennsylvania. They ain't got cameras down there. <laughs> so. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I mean, we got a recurring segment. Uh, yeah. Uh, the WPATW segment, otherwise known as White People of the Worst. And yeah. we got a interesting story that I think, you know, it kind of broke like right after we dropped uh, last week. Yep. It's the fucking Michael Orr blindside story that, you know, I, I'm honestly, I never thought I'd hear about that again after the movie came out, you know, in five years, maybe five years after <clears> that, right. And his career was done a little shocking to see it coming back around, but you know, now you got Michael Orr claiming, uh, that I, the Tui's, is that how you say their name? Yeah, I think so. Tricked him into a conservatorship and like stole all the money from the blind side and, you know, now there's shots being fired back and forth. What did you think when you when you saw that bullshit? Or when you saw that story coming out? First off, it's probably terribly sad uh, situation. I Michael Orr must be out of money. Uh, I always think of that, too. Like, Because uh, then there's other reports where he apparently, like, went to them before it all went public and was like, you owe me $15 million. 
Mm-hmm. And there's been reports where there's actually like no conservatorship, whatever, like they agreed upon. I've read things and I don't know if they're true. Like apparently a lot of the money they were going to make off the movie was going to like almost like essentially like boys and girls clubs kind of like to help kids like Michael, mm-hmm. you know, where like, it, so I don't know, dude, it's just going to be wild to see what happens here. If all that shit is true and yeah, white people are the worst. I just don't like, I don't think Sandra Bullock's a great a human, but like people are coming after her. It's like, she just played the lady in the movie. Yeah. Like that wasn't actually Michael or and her. Correct. The people in the movie had nothing to do with what happened in real life. I hope people understand. Tim McGraw isn't his dad. Right. And, <laughs> and the guy in the movie wasn't actually Michael or, and he actually came out and he's like, what are we doing? Why right. are you guys going after Sandra Bullock? Like she had nothing to do with this. She gave a great acting performance. Whether or not you think the story is fucked is another thing. That's for you to right. decide. But, you know, she didn't do anything wrong. She just right. played a role, just like I did. Uh, yeah, it it, it was... I, I hear you, right? Like, man, why why now? And that's kind of the thing, like, why now? Right. Right, like, because this was, like, this was a thing when you were in the league. Like, how was... Right. Why, and why there's did all you, these pictures of him when he was in the league... When he won the Super Bowl with the Ravens, when like he made them. it back to the Super Bowl with the Panthers, and it's like they were there with him every step of the way. Like those people right. were there on the field celebrating with him, taking pic- like it's just always crazy to me. Like <clears throat> if they were such terrible people and you hated them so much, then why were they around at the height of your life when you could have been like, nope, see ya. Yeah, like you were making your money, you're making millions of dollars. 100%. You don't need anybody anymore. If they were those kind of terrible ass people, why, <clears throat> why were, why were you letting them still be around you? You don't have to be yeah. around anybody now. You know, right. for sure. So yeah, I'm with you. The why now is is a wild thing to me. It, yeah, it's it's interesting. It'll be be curious to see if and what ever comes out of that, and then. Like, but why would, and then I also think like, well, why would they do it? Right. Like why, right. if it's true, why would they do it? Right. Like, uh, I think with any crime, like you have to have motive opportunity, right? Like all those things, like what would be their motive in doing that? There, that guy, the, the dad, right. He was already loaded. Super rich. Like what was, what would be his motivation for doing it? And I get, I get it. Like the, you know, greedy people are greedy people and they're assholes. Um, but you know, he, I think he had made like $200 million from selling his Taco Bells, right? Like the right. guy is, they're well off. They don't need 10, 15 the, million bucks from that. The, especially the, the, the small amount of royalty checks people get from movies after the initial release to like, now they're probably getting like a $5 check a year. Like realistically, like it's so sure. crazy to see those guys, like even like the actors, who get royalties from like eighties movies. And they're like, this is what that movie makes me. Every year. You know, right. you see those all the time posted, Yeah, but yeah, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Also, that's a top five worst fucking movie of all time. Ooh, so hot take. I hate movies that have football in them. And then they don't have like any kind of football players do it. And it looks like shit. Sure. Like that's the fair. scene where Michael Orr blocks a kid 75 yards downfield 
and then throws him over the fence, and everybody's like, we're going to put him in the All-American game. It's like, well, <laughs> that's actually terrible. So sure, uh, sure. he's not playing in the not All-American game. Right, so. right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think the movie was not necessarily about football. It just included football. Right. Hence. Enough with the trick plays, Bert. Run the dang ball. Right. You know, when she calls him, like, that's hilarious. Absolutely. Absolutely. So funny. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. Um, Fucking whites, dude. Yeah. I And I hope that that is not true. I hope that they did not do that because that would make that situation Correct. It's way it is true. sadder than they they might get the be. first B2E white people are the worst award. We could we gotta find them or the lady from Hawaii with the ASU watch and mail them a little white people are the worst award. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do could it. Can you imagine we just start fucking dropping plaques in the mail <laughs> to people we see stories? Back to even podcast presents <laughs> August 2023, white people are the worst award to you and you're fucking losing your watch in the fire and then finding it. Congratulations. You're a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> God, Absolutely. we could that would be there it is. We need to start a okay. uh, a Patreon account just for that. Boom. Boom. Uh we you want to do some picks? Yeah, Set let's do week? it, dog. All right. Uh just some college football coming up this weekend. Just a couple games. Just a few. We got a few. What are you picking first? I was just going to do the rundown. I think we only have, what, eight games this weekend total? Is that right? Okay. I'm, I'm So, let's see, loading up. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. Sorry. Seven games. And um, the first one, line hasn't changed. Notre Dame and Navy in Dublin. Mm-hmm. Um, that line's a big cover in Dublin. I think I'm going to take Navy to cover here. Okay. Navy plus the points. Like that. I am going to go with the under. What's that line at? 50 and a half. 50 and a half? Yeah, I'm going under. It looked like they're going to a foreign country. Body clocks. All that stuff. Uh, 20 and a half is a big, is a big cover. You're going right. that they're going to cover it. And I think uh, my kind of whole, I have a theory that when the, when a line is high like that or when the spread is high like that, uh, if it's going to hit, which you think it is, which I, I I respect, that generally means the other team is not scoring at all. So then, would Notre Dame put up fifty on their own? Probably not. Yeah. So, so I'm going under. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I just like the plus points there for the dual triple option. I don't even know what is Navy. What? What are they? What's the mascot? Why am I drawing a blank on that? Midshipman. Duh. Yeah. Fuck. Seamen. The seamen. I mean, they are. Yep. So, um, UTEP at Jacksonville State. Lions gotten closer. It's one and a half. I think I'm going to go the over on this one. 
Over 51 and a half. Okay. Uh, and I'll take uh, Jacksonville State to cover. Okay. So you're taking Jack State plus one and a half. Mm-hmm. Boom. All right. We have the Ohio Bobcats at the San Diego State Credit Union Aztecs. Mm-hmm. Um, on the road, don't know much about the Bobcats, but a three-point spread at plus three is kind of like common for what they think is going to be a close game. Yep. So I'm going to take the Bobcats outright. So yeah, Ohio plus 125. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. There you go. Book it, Dano. Same for Jeffrey. Should we lock these in on dollar parlays and see what happens? Let's do it. All right. I'm getting crazy. UMass at New Mexico State. Um, you got old Jerry Kill. Um, that under is probably pretty juicy, but I have a rule. Life's too short to bet the unders. So we're going to take New Mexico State to cover minus seven and a half. Mm, yeah, I was kind of in the same boat there. That's what you want? Yeah. Same thing? Yeah, nothing else is exciting. <laughs> Here we go. We got Hawaii at Vanderbilt. Have you seen the pictures of Vanderbilt Stadium at all? No. Their end zone, right outside their end zones are all tore up. They're still doing construction on the field, like just off the field on their stadium. Nice. Looks great. Uh, Didn't you go to Vandy to be an engineer? Yeah, figure it out, folks. So, seems like something to figure out. Um, So, it's at 431 my time, Mm -hmm. which I I just wanted to see body clock what that was for. For what is it? Seven thirty Eastern, which would be like nine a.m. or ten a.m. Hawaii. Gotta be longer than that, right? Oh yeah, so it'd be seven. Yeah, okay, I got you. So that's another huge spread. I don't like either one of those teams to cover it, and I don't want to take a. I don't want to take a minus 1,000 Vandy outright because that's just screaming. So I think here the only logical thing to do is to roll heavy on the dogs and go Hawaii outright plus 640. Okay. I'll take the over 55 and a half. Love it. All right. Then we have... San Jose State at USC. Obviously, uh, it's a minus 30 and a half situation. Mm-hmm. No money line available. That just means, uh, hey, it's way too fucking big. So, oh, so they're not um, letting you bet on it. Shocking. Weird. Weird. There. That makes sense, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, though, I'm going to have to break. My, I mean, you know what? For the sake of, of life and living, we're taking the over. 64 and a half. All right, I'll do the under, even though I love betting overs. Sorry. I mean, here's it's the just deal. just my theory. When the spread's I big. don't know how 
that'll that offense could score 64 and a half by themselves. I know. I know. So let's just say they get, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. And then our last one of the day, 610, 601 Mountain Standard Time kickoff. The barn burner of Florida International at La Tech. Ten and a half point favorites, La Tech is. Um, 58 and a half over under. Mm-hmm. What up, Jack? What's up, Jack? Jack says hi. Just hello. <laughs> Sick little dance the dog did too there. Uh, uh, I'm going to roll. Let's just go. Let's go. Let's take, let's take law tech. No, you know what? We're going to do it. We're trying to, we're doing a dollar parlay Florida and international money line. Yeah, I I wanted that as well, but you took it, so I'm going to take Florida International plus ten and a half. Okay. What is that? Right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven way parlay. Love that. Yep. See what happens. God, it feels Let's good. See. It feels good to be back. It does. It does feel good to be back. Mm, it's juicy. It is. Oh, this is going to be great. I it's it's almost it's it's too exciting, Jeff, just to lock this in here. Um, let me tell you, let me tell you something. So I got plus ninety thousand eight hundred seventy six. So a dollar to win nine hundred eight dollars locked. Jeffrey's bet is we got the under. We got plus one and a half. Take in Ohio. Take in New Mexico State. You're taking the over, the under, and Florida International plus the points. A little more realistic, plus 10,362, uh, 10, so a dollar to win 103. Nice. Let's see it. Let's see it. See what happens. That's a good way to get back to even starting the season. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, good stuff, dude. I, you know, you we bet. talked a little bit about uh, throwing together a back to even fantasy football league. See. And you kind of threw out like DFS. What are you thinking? Are we thinking like let's let's try to put together a 10-team league or – yeah, the tough thing with the league, I think it would be fun. But got to find like a date that works for everybody to draft, you know, like taking in. So I think I think we we start a pick 'em league. Okay. How you feel about that? That's fair with me. B2E pick 'em league. Make them every week. Mm-hmm. We'll come up with something over the course of the year for the winner to get. But yeah. you're not going to be a winner, so we're going to win. But yeah, uh, so reach out to us on social Socials, or text. text, however you get a hold of us, whatever that might be. Uh, Twitter is uh, at back underscore two underscore even, and what is it on Insta? I think it's at back to even pod. Yeah, so reach out to us. Uh, let us know if you're interested. We'll 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 reach back out and get your contact info if we don't have it and uh, shoot you the link to to do the the pick'em league and yeah, 
see how it goes. Yeah, we'll come up with a prize. Um, and maybe we'll just kind of like engage everybody and see if they want to do a small entry fee to make it even better. Uh, and we'll yeah. go from there. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited about that. That'll be fun. It'll be a blast. It will be a blast. Yeah, dude. Good stuff. Good stuff. Always exciting. Good luck in your game this week. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, hopefully one and out to start the year and, uh, start hot. yeah, start hot, stay hot. That's how you go. That's right. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, well, yeah, let me ask, do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm good, brother. All right. Dude. Appreciate you. Yes. Appreciate uh, the first morning podcast first and hopefully last. <laughs> so back to even. Right on. Right on. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad we were able to make this work. I'm going to go make some breakfast for the fam and uh, try and have a kick-ass weekend. But yeah, everybody, thank you for listening. It means a lot. Tell a friend. Yeah. Appreciate, yeah. appreciate that. Uh, get your ass back to even. Ben, do your thing, my man. Yeah, everybody be a friend, tell a friend. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again, rate five stars. Be good, everybody. Whatever you do, back to you. Why you gotta be up in my business? Please leave me alone. I ain't being rude, swear that I just like my privacy. It ain't nothing wrong if you choosing not to ride with me. I got a sidekick, you know how Batman Robin be. Oh, Bonnie and Clyde, my fellas is down to rob Say the word, the dog is jumping the fence. I ain't say a word, the shorty say give me dance. Oh, that was your girl, she screaming my government. I hopped up the curb.